Town Bank Mortgage, NMLS number 512138, is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a 5 o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is... Tyler Crawley. Welcome, everyone, to the Tuesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, as always, Tyler Crawley. (laughs) I did get that part right. We are off to a good start. We are hurricane-free here in southeastern North Carolina, so we got a lot of good things to look out to to start the week. And for those, of course, watching on YouTube, the... Well, I call it the fiance vest, even though I know it's technically known as midtown uniform or the patty vest or whatever you want to call it. But the uh, vest weather is in full effect and I'm sporting it back here on the program. You got to love vest weather. It's the best weather vest. It's great, right? It's like it's 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 not too hot. It's not too cold. Just enough that you can keep your arms clear of any fabric, extra fabric. Meanwhile, your body is. Nice and warm. All right, we got a lot to get to (laughs) now that we're done with the fashion portion of markets and mortgages. A big report from Black Knight looking at home prices. More evidence, of course, that home prices are not only slowing, but actually beginning to fall month over month. We're also going to get into, because it is Tuesday, so we are going to talk about the weekly report from Altos Research looking at inventory levels and they're rising, but it's, well, let's just say it's 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 not because of people selling. That's not what's causing the rise in inventory. And uh, then we got some other uh, headlines to hit before we call it a pod. So let's start with the latest report from Black Knight, their mortgage monitor report, looking at the month of August. And well, they're actually looking at kind of two months for this data. So the Black Knight Home Price Index had home prices sliding just under 1%, 0.98% in August, which is slightly better than what we saw in July when it was down 1.05%, which means that over those two months, July and August, home prices fell 2%. That was a very difficult math and I appreciate you helping me out with that. But this is a big deal because this two-month slide is the largest dip in home prices that we have seen since January 2009 and is the eighth biggest on record. Now, year over year, we are still up very well, up you know double digits, 12.1%. Obviously, a lot of that because of what happened late 2021 and early 2022. It is also important to put this in context. I mean, we reach levels that we've never seen before. So it's not just that we reach levels that we hadn't seen since 2000, mid-2000s. We surpassed those levels. So because things grew so fast, it really isn't all that surprising that you're seeing just as quick of a pullback, especially with what's happening with mortgage rates. I mean, it makes even... More, I mean, even if we weren't having the skyrocketing mortgage rates, this still would seem kind of normal, you know, really, really quick rise and sort of really quick fall. So this 2% drop 
is about 8.8, or I should say $8,800 when compared to the peak that we saw in June. Annual home price growth is expected to continue to fall, especially as we enter the sort of five-month stretch between September through January, when home prices, just from a seasonal perspective, tend to either remain somewhat neutral, if not drop. So we're already seeing things start to drop before we get to a sort of normalized drop, and then things are even crazier, like I said, because of what's happening with mortgage rates and even inventory levels. I mean, there's just, there's just, there's a lot of factors that are happening right now in the housing market. And it should also be noted that while the vast majority, I mean, the overwhelming majority of housing markets have seen about a 2% drop, the hotter markets, especially in the West, well, they're starting to feel a little bit more pained <laughs> than the over. So they got all the benefit of the pandemic market and they're now feeling the brunt of this kind of pullback. San Jose leads the way with, in just two months, a 13% drop, which is equivalent to $203,000. That's how pricey homes are in San Jose. I mean, how crazy is that? Nationally, a 2% drop is eight grand, a little bit over $8,000. And a 13% drop in San Jose is $203,000. Uh, San Francisco, not far behind. They've seen an almost 10 or an over 10% drop. They're down about 137,000. And then Seattle, just out of double digits, down 9.9% or $82,500. So, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Um, the housing markets where things really get out of control, also seeing the biggest pullback. And these are also areas where we're seeing large sort of you know, migration. People are leaving those areas. So it's not that surprising as well. Here's something that's surprising, though. So, you know, we're, we're entering this time in housing. Home prices are falling. People are starting to question sort of the stability of the housing market. Well, and I should say not not people that know. People that know know the housing market is stable. We're just facing a a real, real just depression with regards to home buyer demand. I mean, we're depressing home buyer demand because of what's happening with rates and of course the elevated prices, but the fundamentals of the market are nowhere near where we were in 2007. In fact, I just saw a stat before I came uh, to record this podcast. I almost said, come on air, which is kind of the same. <laughs> I always say that I'm, I'm always going to default to radio lingo. They said that two out of five mortgages in 2000, I think it was seven were adjustables. And right now it's like two and a hundred. <laughs> so you have people who are sitting on fixed rate mortgages, ton of equity in their homes and mortgage rates in most cases are almost double what their rate is. So it's like, why would anyone walk away from those properties versus before where all of a sudden you're underwater in your home, your mortgage payment is spiked. Yeah, you're gonna walk away. And so, sure, we're starting to see a pullback in prices, but delinquencies, you know, this this is the area that you need to keep an eye on because when this starts, you know, this is what happened in 2005, right? People started walking away from their homes. They were late with their mortgage payments. They didn't care so much about making the payments. That is not the case in 2022. Despite concern for the housing market, it appears that homeowners have never been in a better position financially. The drop in past due mortgage payments was broad-based 
with the number of borrowers with a single payment past due falling 4%, with 90-day delinquencies falling 4.5% to levels that we have not seen since April 2020. The national delinquency rate fell 10 basis points in August to 2.79%, just four bips off the record low set in May of this year. So we are at record lows with regards to past dues, delinquencies. People are very happy with the house that they're in, or at least are satisfied enough that we are seeing once again a drop in past due payments and a drop in delinquencies. So sure, we're, we are seeing some craziness with the housing market right now. We are seeing the prices start to pull back, but people are happy with where they are, hence making the payments. <laughs> you can tell what people value in their lives by the one payment that they make sure to make that month. I mean, no, of course, now if you have no money, you're gonna be late on everything, but usually you have money and you're like, I can't pay all my bills, so what am I gonna pay? And it gives you a good idea of where people's heads are at. And so people are saying, I'm making my mortgage payment. <laughs> That's the one thing that I am gonna be making. So sure, we're seeing a pullback in prices, but overall, people are pretty happy with their housing situation. So I mentioned the craziness of the housing market. Let's jump into what's happening with Altos Research. Their weekly data, we love their weekly data. It's awesome, I love looking at it, especially because they're just on the ball. It gives you a up-to-date, like current information. I mean, here we are talking about, you know, the Black Knight Report is talking about August. You know, Kate Schiller's talking about August. It's nice to have some immediate data. You can't always do that. Not everyone can compile data. This quickly, Altos does a pretty good job of that. And inventory levels were up week over week, slightly under 1%. There are now 561,000 single family homes unsold on the market right now. This is the third week in a row that we have seen an increase in inventory levels, but we're still at 561,000. And to give you an idea of sort of what's happening with the housing market, immediate sales, which of course was the darling of the pandemic, right? We reached a high in April of this year, 31,000 immediate sales a week. That level has now fallen to 12,000, which I think kind of highlights the difference between this market and what was happening during sort of the peak, but the reality is we're still seeing 12,000. That number's not zero. If people, and this is a very important, I think, factor when it comes to real estate right now, if you're pricing your home properly, it will sell. You know, there are a lot of people out there, probably a lot of realtors who are maybe telling their clients because they want the business, Hey, there's nothing wrong with the housing market. Everything's great. Everything's good. No, no. Yeah, we'll price your house at what it would have sold for back in July. And then it sits there and it sits there and it sits there. And then they have to drop the price and then it looks bad. And they drop the price again and it looks bad. Knowing where to price when the market's moving up and just as important to know when to price when the market is moving down. Now, if you're not a motivated seller and you're someone that's like, I don't need to sell my house. I'm just putting feelers out there. Okay. That's fine, <laughs> do your thing. But if you're looking to sell, it's probably more important now than even on the rise. 
Because if you you know listened to Too High back then and then dropped it, it still would have gotten picked up. Demand was so insane. Now we're facing kind of a different problem. No, there's not a ridiculous amount of inventory out there. But what's happening is, is that buyers are being priced out of the market. And so you're dealing with fewer options, not because there's so many homes available. We're still only at 561,000, but because there are fewer buyers that are out there. And Mike Simonson, the CEO of Altos, argues that 5.5% with regards to mortgage rates might be a threshold for buyers. Uh, He said in this release, this corresponded, talking about the 5.5% rate, this corresponded with mortgage rates being close to 5% for August. So it looks to me like 5.5% is the big threshold for buyers. He goes on to say he's going to keep an eye on that threshold if rates are in the 7% range when we start next year. That's going to wreak havoc on any forecast that we've been thinking about. And speaking of forecasts, uh, home prices, they fell 1% for the week, which was the second week in a row that we saw about a 1% decline. Mike Simonson now argues that home prices could end the year at around $410,000. That would be a 9.1% drop from the high that we saw in July of around 451,000, but very important, would still be end the year. Home prices would be up 12.3% compared to where we were at the end of 2021. So $410,000, that would be a 12.3% increase year over year. That's not a bad investment. <laughs> I would say that's even higher than inflation. Not many things are higher than inflation these days. That would be higher than inflation. So basically the bottom line, inventory continues to crawl upward, but this is a hundred percent because of buyer demand dropping instead of new sellers looking to profit before home prices fall. It's just not happening. And there's actually, and the reason is it's something they call the golden handcuff or golden handcuffs. I think that's what it's called. Um, there's actually a great piece at Axios by Emily Peck who talks about the housing market being stuck. It's not really falling. It's not really growing. It's sort of, we're stuck. I mean, sure, prices are being pulled back, but we're not seeing panic. We're not seeing the crazy growth that we saw. And the reason is because a lot of people are sort of, I don't want to say stuck in their homes, but that's what they are. Because maybe they want to move, but they're like, man, that's what my my mortgage rate's going to be. So maybe I'll just stay where I'm at, do a renovation or something along those lines. It's not a horrible position to be sitting in a house with a low monthly payment and a ton of equity. That's what they're calling, I think, golden handcuffs. And so she writes about that in Axios. That will be in the newsletter as well as the latest September, there we go, manufacturing report, which registered a 50.9%, which was a 1.9 percentage point drop from August, and now drops sort of the expansion in the overall economy for the 28th month in a row after a contraction in April and May of 2020. This is according to the Uh, Latest data from the Institute for Supply Management. Just give you an idea of what's happening with the overall economy. That's in the newsletter as well. Much more as always. But right now, we're done. We got to go. We're out of time officially. I will see you guys 
Wednesday for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.